0: You're listening to Boudoir Therapy, hosted by Darlene Wong. I fly over oceans in my sleep. Join me in my private boudoir where I raise the volume in the presence of coveted, feminine, and empowering business women I call the queens. Why can't we just be? Why can't we just be? You are not living life if you are not living your inner art. Well, hello. <laughs> oh, hi. hi, Lisa. Oh, I'm so proud of you for getting
1: to this step. I, yes. I can see my excitement. <laughs>
0: Me too, and fantastic. Well, I have been practicing since November how to launch my podcast, and I am so happy to have you on my show, Lisa, because you are going to be one of the queens of 2019, and I think it's really important to to show off um, and to allow your voice to be heard, especially on a system like this, that you're here not only to show off your talents, but to teach us also how to use them and what you've learned through them. You are my coach, my podcast coach. and. Yes. And what I've noticed is that it's not just the way you uh, have broken down the course, but it's the way you deliver it as well. It's made me kind of stop, breathe, and say, oh, okay, I have to wait for the next step. I can't just like jump into it. So let's, yes. Yeah, so I wanna ask you, Lisa, What is your super royal power and what is that inner art that you live with?
1: I love this question and it actually speaks to what you were just talking about, which just proves to me how like-minded we actually are. Royal superpower it has a lot to do with my ability to communicate my message to others particularly people that i'm looking to help through the work that i do and that target audience is entrepreneurs and then it's the way i teach things sort of a step-by-step broken down method explaining to you exactly how to go about achieving the result that you want broken down into bite-sized steps and in a sequence that's going to make the most sense so if that's a superpower I would have to say that that is it and to your point about inner art I think I wear my inner art on my sleeve for people who wear their heart on their sleeve because Entrepreneurs are my people. This is my breed of people. It's the breed of humans that I think I connect with the most because we have so many similarities in the way we think and breathe. So just as effective using your voice um, in terms of making people understand that you're genuinely there to help them. So I hope that that answers your question.
0: What exactly do you do? Because you are a serial entrepreneur and all of your types of businesses in the communication umbrella
1: well i will and and i like that you use the term that i use which is serial entrepreneur because i always have been and you know just as a step back to to have your listeners understand what i mean by that is is that i feel that i've always been an entrepreneur in some way shape or form and i've always had sort of multiple income streams going at once And that can be a good thing and it can be a bad thing. (laughs) We'll get to that later, I'm sure. But in a nutshell, what I do is I create and curate productivity and lifestyle content for entrepreneurs. It's, for example, something that I may have figured out that I want to share, some sort of expertise. So I'm always creating and curating this kind of content. And I do that through, I would say, a couple of different categories of work. First and foremost, I'm a podcaster, so I do host a weekly podcast uh, myself as well, the Raise Your Frequency podcast. Which I listen to
0: all the time.
1: Sure. So that is sort of the first way that I feel that I'm serving my audience, which is entrepreneurs. So curating and creating content geared at entrepreneurs. So I'll do that through my podcast. And I'll also do that through online courses that I create. Now, in the past, I've created online courses that have a lot to do with productivity and time management or project management for entrepreneurs, no matter what sort of business or industry they're in. I've also created online courses with regards to managing personal time and personal life, and in particular, how to sort of break down all of your different goal setting aspects into something that makes sense, that works with both personal life and home life. And so those are those are online courses that can serve that audience. And most recently, um, in terms of productivity systems, a project that will be coming out uh, in a very short while, it was say early spring 2019, <laughs> yes, it's going to be my productivity planner. I know, it's so exciting. <laughs> Uh, it is, and this is the this is a physical product, so it's a physical planner. If you imagine some people call it a day planner or an agenda, if you will. I call it a planner because it's all about that. And so that is another way that I am sort of teaching or curating and creating content um, that is productivity and lifestyle related for entrepreneurs. And then another business that I'm involved in, which is not Ooh. necessarily creating and curating is since I do work quite a bit, you know, in the audio world through my podcast, I'm I'm also a professional working voiceover artist. So what that entails is that um, I do a significant amount of, for example, corporate e-learning narration or voiceover. I may narrate, um, for example, YouTube videos for YouTubers. Sometimes it's commercial work, like, you know, a radio ad or something of that nature. It may be, uh, an English dub, you know, North American English dub for a film or a short film or documentary. So a lot of that is in the marketing world and tied to that is also video production and marketing. So I do a significant amount of that. for some Holy molly. businesses. But as you can see the target audience is always helping entrepreneurs achieve their results. So it may be too much. It just may be, but you know, I'm working on streamlining and that's part of practicing what I preach and using my own productivity systems to make sure that I am not diving into too many rabbit holes at once. Always being on the go as an entrepreneur can feel great mentally and you have that adrenaline, but it's not enough to keep you healthy. And I had a really terrible health year a couple of years ago and I had to really wake up and realize that I had to take care of my whole body. So that Mm. is when I began paying more attention to my nutrition, paying more attention to the hours of sleep I was getting. And also, you know, physically making it a point to work out on a regular basis, if not daily, then at least a couple of days a week. And I would change up my workouts to make sure that I didn't get bored. Um, But it's kind of a full package. It's really hard to be healthy just by looking at mental health versus physical health. It really is a Mm -hmm. full package. So, yes, I'm very busy, but I painstakingly had to learn through, you know, health crisis Uh, things that happened you know a few years ago to realize no I do need to take care of myself and if I do take care of myself on a regular basis I can then achieve more and be more and be better and live better through the self-care practices that I regularly engage in.
0: Knowing that you you went through this health issue and that you had to stop and you know get back to um, your mental and your physical health, uh, who ends up being your support system when these things happen?
1: Um, many times, interestingly enough, the support system, the support system has often come from other like-minded entrepreneurs. So whether that be virtual networks I'm a part of, or physical networks, physical you know meetings or networking events. And believe it or not, my audience that I've been building over the years. So that would be mm-hmm. either students or that would be, you know, social media fans, because sometimes when you just need to bounce ideas off someone, there is a no better audience at times than either like minded entrepreneurs or your own audience. And and think about it from a business mind perspective if you're thinking about starting up a new project let's say you're in that excitement phase and whether or not there's a health crisis going on you know you need the time to think it through and so who better than to ask if this is something your audience really wants than asking your audience right (laughs) so it just makes sense so i would say you know whenever i did need support regardless of what was going on it often came from other like-minded entrepreneurs that I had surrounded myself with either virtually or in person and my audience. And whether that be, you know, through social media or through any other portal or medium, there's always an audience there. And there's always people who are going to appreciate what you do and they will jump at the chance to assist you, whether it's answering a question, whether it's offering advice, whether it's just simply giving you feedback on something that you've produced.
0: I totally agree with you because it is the best comfort to know that there's others that are like you, that are like minded. Um, I know that it helps me be more creative, uh, because I don't sound crazy, uh, especially if I'm talking, let's (laughs) say, to somebody who is on the opposite um, line of what I do. And it it encourages me to do more. So I I totally get you on that part. And it is important to find your support system outside of your family, because I didn't hear you mention your family, but I'm sure they support you as well. But they can only do so much and they can only understand so much. Um, I find it's, uh, it's, you know, you're, you are your own person. You create your own world. Uh, You have your own jargon that you use and you can't really express everything you desire. For
1: sure. And even to speak to that point um, that you're getting at as well is that sometimes you truly do need a neutral party or as neutral mm. as they can be and sometimes your family is not necessarily the most neutral for better or for worse they're mm. just not and so they may not tell it to you like it is they may not be extremely honest with you about something whereas your audience for example if you pull them on you know what for example in my case what would be the online course you would love for me to build the most and i set up a poll well they're going to answer me honestly they're not going to say oh well, we love all these ideas whichever one you want to do will be great you know like your family might say something like that to you but you know your audience or or an audience base that you're building will tell it to you like it is they'll tell it to you straight and sometimes it's not what you want to hear And an entrepreneurial lesson that I've learned is sometimes just because I'm super hyped up about creating some sort of product or service Mm -hmm. doesn't actually mean that it's what my audience wants. It's because I think it's super interesting, but that doesn't mean that they want it. I've had so many, uh, you know, (laughs) aha moments with them and my audience when I would poll them about something, like the example I gave earlier, and I really want to build or create one of those options on that poll list. And lo and behold, it's not the one that gets the most votes. So sometimes I really have to take a step back and realize, well, who am I serving? Am I creating this for me or am I creating it for my audience? And if I'm creating it for my audience and they voted that they want this option, well then that's what I should be creating because I need to serve them. And so um, it's it's when you talk about support, it's also about listening to and listening mm-hmm. to what your audience really wants. And yeah. if you wanna be successful, you need to understand them even better than you understand yourself at times.
0: Can you tell me um, one of your self-discovery aha moments? It's really advice more than anything. And
1: I can't attribute it to any one person simply because I do a ton of self-development reading um, and, you know, podcast listening. And so a lot of that, you know, goes with self-development and personal development and also in the entrepreneurial arena and a lesson or a piece of advice that comes up so often that always stops me in my tracks hmm. and always gives me the solid reminder is slow down to go <laughs> fast. You Ooh. need to slow down to go fast. Now it's a bit of a mind boggler, but if you really think about it, ultimately what these individuals it's are so trying true. to say: is that you <laughs> need to slow down to eventually be able to go fast and propel yourself to the results that you really want. And as a creative and as an entrepreneur and as a serial entrepreneur, I have you know this shiny object syndrome thing mm-hmm. going on where I want to dive into a bunch of projects at once and so then i'm going a mile a minute and instead of focusing my energy on one project from start to finish i've got a bunch of open projects and i talk and i've written extensively on this topic and how it's really damaging to your overall goals and vision as an entrepreneur and and focus is the thing that many of us struggle with so best advice i've ever been given which is really an aha discovery moment when i realized that this was a problem of mine said I didn't know how to slow down to go fast. So I'm actively working on that
0: as we speak. (laughs) I can concur with you too. I'm going to say I'm guilty of that as well. But I also, I admire people who, who do go fast because when they do hit that aha moment, like the one you just had where you had to put the brakes on, you end up putting all that energy and focus at still that super speed, but onto one thing at a time. And so I have realized that we can produce even more wonderful things with what we've already got, what we already started. And that's, that's another message that I'm getting from you is that you know, we already have what we need. Now, how can we just stop, listen, breathe and go <laughs> you've just you just given your listeners a
1: strategy yeah. and, and i strongly encourage them to follow your advice because it's it's really easy to fall into the trap of trying to have you know as the expression goes too many irons in the fire so mm. you've just hit the nail right on the head <laughs>
0: Lisa, so this show is called Boudoir Therapy and you are a queen on my show. I want to ask you, do you happen to have a queen's chair?
1: I have my version of a queen's chair. Fantastic. And I like to call it my thinking chair. It's kind of one of those old school chubby armchairs.
0: Perfect.
1: And, you know, because it's been around so long it's had to be recovered and, you know, it's it's taken its toll, but it, it's weathered and it's weathered in a good way and just has a great vibe about it and so for me when I sit in that chair I get tons of creative ideas and I always make sure that I have a notebook nearby like a physical notebook and a pen or a pencil when I sit in that chair because (laughs) it's something magical about sitting in that chair so yes That would be my version of a queen's chair and it's actually changed locations in my home over the years just depending (laughs) on where I needed it so um, right now it's situated in my uh, main floor of my home in the living area because I do like to kind of relax and chill there
0: okay Um,
1: but in in other years it's been in my home office Um, in other years it's been in a family room in another area of the house but it's always been my chair
0: (laughs) yay I think it's so important to have what I call a queen's chair And when we're these kinds of people, where we're entrepreneurs, we're going all the time, what do you Mm -hmm. deserve from life in 2019? Wow, great question.
1: Uh, I think because I have a background in teaching, I tend to think of answers that I know will be long in (laughs) bullet points so that, once again, I can translate a message. Clearly and and cut through the fluff. And so here would be my answer of what I deserve from life in 2019. I deserve to be healthy. I deserve to be creative and to engage in creative activities that light me up. I deserve to be fulfilled. I deserve to be intentional about the activities that I choose to engage in and how I allocate my time. And I deserve to be purposeful and useful. And that could be both in personal life and business life.
0: Wow. You are totally going to be aligned for 2019 with everything you just mentioned. And I, I am so glad that you were on my show today. And I great. hope you keep that alignment and all the other things you've mentioned throughout your year and for the next years to come. I think there's a lot that I can learn from. I think there's a lot listeners can learn from from you and I hope that we keep in touch. Absolutely. It was
1: absolute pleasure chatting with you and I really wish you all the best of success
0: with your brand new podcast. It's so exciting. Thank you, Lisa. Thank you. I fly over oceans and my sleep. If you enjoyed the voice of Boudoir Therapy, please leave your review on iTunes. Follow me on Facebook and Instagram. And every Tuesday is Social Tuesday. I'll be active on social media if you have any questions. And don't forget the full moon special. Listen in a little bit closer to my story. Want to personalize your boudoir therapy experience? Visit ww.darlenwong.com under DW Boutique to purchase your copy of Boudoir Therapy, a self-deserving journal made by me just for you. And never, never stop living your inner art because you deserve it.